0: It's release day, people. Disney Plus is live. And with it, the flagship original show, The Mandalorian, has debuted. You're listening to the Star Wars Report podcast. I'm your host, Riley Bland, and he... And hey, we're... Not just me. We are here to break it all down and talk about the first live action... I'm forgetting about all that other one. Just forget the holidays. But forget, all, forget Ewoks. Forget, the first live action star wars television show all right let's bring him in mr bruce gibson what's going on bruce
1: it's the first live action (laughs) canon star wars
0: (laughs) i was i kind of stumbled over that intro i had such a great one in mind but hey yeah it is it's real it's official it's good (laughs) pretty You've the seen first her.
1: good Star Wars show on
2: TV, live action.
0: I don't know, what do you think, Mr. Mark Hurlman? Welcome back to the program.
2: I-, I think I need to call into work and take a leave of absence because <laughs> I got a lot of binging
0: yeah. coming up.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it was very... That,
2: that was that was exactly the sound I made when The Mandalorian started. You know
1: what? The music reminded me of just that, like Westerns and it stuff. It was. But the third time I watched it, there was something about the music that was also, like, it's th- making me think of something else. And I realized, because, yeah, I watched it three times. Wow. The third time, geez. <laughs> I watched it twice this morning because I knew it would be busy and probably crash, which it did. <laughs> so I did it before everybody got on to crash, and then I watched it tonight. But some of the music reminds me of Rocky. If you oh. go back and listen to music, it sounds bwomp like some bad music bwomp bwomp Rocky. Bwomp <laughs> bwomp. <laughs> see that? It is... Okay. Not it's a, the theme song, but some of the background music.
0: I'm going to... Yeah, because basically, guys, that's what this show is. We got a couple new stories we're going to tack on at the end, but really, our centerpiece main segment is going to be Mandalorian. Um, and I shouldn't take a, a brief time out, though, because uh, we're not going to do full breakdowns every week. Uh, certainly for the big episodes, we're going to talk about the big stuff that happens. But spoilers abound. Uh, we are going to talk about the Mandalorian uh, first episode. And if you want an even more in-depth, dedicated uh, podcast... Well, it just debuted here on the Star Wars Report Network. Um, our friend Michael Morris just launched. Yeah. MandoCast, which, by the way, when we brainstormed ideas for names, I was like, there's no way this hasn't been taken. It wasn't taken. <laughs> so MandoCast, <laughs> now available at StarWarsReport.com and iTunes and Spotify and wherever you get your podcast. He is going to basically have a rotating stable of co-hosts, including myself on the first podcast. I did We did a preview episode. Um, and I'm sure he, he's probably right now while we're recording busily also recording his full breakdown. So go uh, do him a big favor. Subscribe, rate, and review to that new Star Wars Report Network show, MandoCast. Uh, so sh- I, I just want to point you that way if you want to. But we're, let's talk about it here. Get our reactions. Bruce, um, you seem pretty high. You three times. That <laughs> means you must have liked it.
1: Not really. No. <laughs> I like, I'm a <laughs> yes, for no, punching. I did like it. Actually, each time I watch that, I like it even more right so, yeah well because it's like that thing where it's like even when we go see new star wars movies especially like the force awakens it's what it was one of those things where it's like i think i like it but i have to see it again because i you know i didn't really know exactly what to expect and it's a little different or whatever you know every time you do that so this some is the same thing processing it's like, okay, time this is you know this seems more serious adult focused star wars more so than some of the saga movies and mm. And I mean, I like it, and it felt more like in the vein of like a rogue one in mm-hmm. type of in the style. And, and I liked it, but I was like, I just I just want to watch. I, and I, and believe me, the first time I watched it, I knew I liked it. I mean, it wasn't like eh, I don't know. I have to see it again. It wasn't that. It' was just <laughs> I wanted to see it again just to see what how I felt the
2: second time, and I liked it even more,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Mr. Herleman's. There's so much going on. I mean, that's, I'm only halfway through my second watch because I had to stop to come down here to record. I'm just like, oh, (laughs) no, I don't want to stop. My son's like, I'm blazing ahead without you, old man. I'm like, no. But, I mean, there's just so many references and so many little ships and stuff. I was surprised that I didn't notice so many the first time through. And I felt like the first time I was just gobbling it all in with my eyes, just trying to pick up everything. Like, I noticed right away there wasn't a crawl. There was no planet identification. So, you, like, he jumped no. from one planet to the other. There's nothing popping up That's the up thing. There I was like, where you. is he?
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah, because my wife asked me, because she hasn't seen it yet. And
2: she's like, well, what planet are they on? I'm like, I don't know. They haven't told
1: us the planets.
2: (laughs) I've had friends contacting me going, is this before, like, is this like the prequels? What era is this? And I'm like, no, this is after Return of the Jedi. It's before The Force Awakens. It's in that time period.
0: I did do that same explanation. So I just watched, I've only seen it the one time just now, literally before I jumped on the recording. I was finishing it up with my fiance, Savannah, and she's been pretty excited about it, but like... Even she, who's kind of followed it, um, this is probably the Star Wars property she's most interested in right now, was was like, remind me again, when is this set? Is like, why are there stormtroopers? Is this so? Oh, so it's it's after still the Empire's gone, but you know it's like some kind of because they don't really explain that. But I liked that. I liked that they didn't go thirty three years on the planet of such and such with the Imperial uh, Lord so and so has control of this sector, who is going for bounties and there was it was very much just dropped you in the middle of it very Flash Gordon serial style
2: they're probably leaving all that for the books and comics
0: and thank God Right, right. I mean
2: that—that's where that minutia needs to be. Oh, exactly. wait! You have
1: to read the books and comics to understand what's going on in the Mandalorian. Welcome
2: yeah. to canon, Bruce. Welcome to canon.
1: I no, but it is clear that you know they. It is mentioned in in the show that mm. this is you know the Empire doesn't exist anymore. So at least yeah. you know people should know that. Well, yeah, this takes. This takes place after Return of the Jedi. You don't know how long after, but I think we know it's five years. Isn't yeah. that what they yes. told us? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah
0: just so. a few years. Um, Bounty hunting is a complicated profession. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I could just listen to that dude all day. So <laughs> here,
0: I actually like. I I uh, I liked it a lot. But my, my first impression, though, that first three minutes, it's a little rough, guys. The first, what? the opening what? scene with the really obnoxious blue face, dude, <laughs> he's really over the top and the acting in that first you enter the fir- right out the gate, like the acting in the scene where they, the, the thugs are there at the table. It's very campy, like
2: uh, no, that's very totally campy, you know, all over again. Only this one's a little more even out of the way than Tatooine. You get the feeling like these guys are like up in the Yukon, right? Like they don't see a lot of people at all. It's like, dude, get close my door. Like I felt like that guy thought he owned that place up until the Mandalorian showed him the bottom side of that bottle. He's like, boom, dude. And the action happened so fast. I mean, I knew that that was coming because I'd seen enough of the previews and stuff. But to watch it unfold each time, I'm just like, oh,
0: glorious.
2: Yeah, it's,
0: it's. No, I,
1: I'm, I'm kind of with you there. Yeah,
0: uh, like. Riley. Look, but yeah, I, I want to get your take on it, Bruce. Let, Firstly, <laughs> like, like, let's take. Uh,
1: it. Uh, what's your name,
0: Riley? Yeah. <laughs> listen, <laughs> l- listen to this, this clip right here. They have like the kind of weird music. You spilled my drink. Which he didn't. Yeah. Truta, it's the blue face guy, though. It's it. I don't know. Am I off face, Bruce?
1: No, 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 no. I mean, well, he doesn't. Okay. When this can be off base. The first time I watched it, I do remember that opening first scene. I was like, oh, this really does feel more like a TV show than the, the movie to me. Yeah. That's... But then as it went along, it didn't anymore. No. But then when I've rewatched it, I don't even think about that anymore. It was... And plus, I can't remember the guy's name, but the guy who plays the blue alien is from Saturday Night Live. So that was familiar to me, too, because uh... his voice and everything. I was like, oh, I know this dude. Wait, 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 who is he again? And I was thinking that a lot at the time. Well, and it was that,
0: and and I think the part, that it was really, and I am I do want to isolate uh, this criticism to say that it was really specifically that scene and then the scene of the the toilet humor that was oh, but, it, that was very Star Wars. Was great. That you, did you look at that toilet? toilet?
2: Yes. No. I was mesmerized for five whole minutes. I'm like, there's like five <laughs> different journals there. Like they were different shapes and everything. I'm like, wow, that's cool. We didn't know, guys. Guys, no. We didn't
0: know. We didn't need to see that. We did not.
2: Why not? Why not? See, Why not? See, the potties. The I potties. I saw Han and yes. Chewy taking a wet shower. I'm like, I just need a sonic sh- I don't need to see water. <laughs> we don't it's need to define so, everything. So Next thing you know, not. they're going to tell us species names of characters like Yoda that we've never even known before. They're just going to break bad with everything. <laughs> but see, there's just so many good things right out the gate. Like, you know, you're you're nitpicking on little things. I am. Those are I the- think that's. I think that's what everybody's doing right now. That's, the first yeah. thing I thought, though, was mm. with TV shows like this, I don't think I care that there's never going to be another theatrical release after Return of the uh, Rise of Skywalker. I'd be okay with it. If this is where we get movies now and they put it on Disney Plus instead, I'd totally be okay.
0: Hmm. I mean, it's it is like it's real. Those are my nitpicks. Like that's really the only criticisms I have. So I'm just I'm just getting that out early. But let's to act- make
2: you not feel bad. My biggest criticism of this so far is that we already have to go out and get another Mandalorian figure because they changed the look of him in the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh no!
1: Yes, that's right. That's that right. Is... I haven't even got to my nit. I only have one nitpick. So it's the let's carbon clear them freeze.
2: out. We'll
0: clear it all out right at the, the front. The
1: carbon freezing thing just bothers me a little because when we see those like even the clone wars and the empire strikes back it's like you know you you're you're, you're put down into some chamber and it's like this whole big production like weird town and yeah here it's just like you know oh it's a wall the... decoration you just put somebody up against it's
0: the port-a-freeze you, right. you saw so, it
2: yeah
1: i mean it's I, just like to i think, think that's, that's a good grim- elaborate
2: <laughs> it's it's Jabba. Jab Jabba. think about it like this right Jabba's one of the exclusive gangsters out there the hut of huts and Jabba had Han hanging up there for how long? I mean, I think that the the allure and the prestige of having your bounty hanging on the wall, like like my collection. No, of action I don't have, figures have a problem behind.
1: with that. It's just it's how you do the carbon freezing. You're it saying there it wasn't.
0: The, it was missing. It had like a little. Clo- is a carbon freezing closet more than it was a carbon yeah. freezing chamber.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. like <laughs> it's yeah, seriously <laughs> <so> refined <laughs> on best. It's this whole elaborate setup just to do, you know, some carbon freezing. And this guy, oh, well, it's just, yeah, a closet here on but, my but show. How many years has it
2: been since Empire Strikes Back, right? Eight, no, eight, six. So, Cheers. In, in a six-year time, I mean, think about what we've had happen with CD players, tape players, to mp MP3s and stuff, right? right? That technology gets smaller and smaller. Everyone's and, I mean, got a carbon to- chamber in their
1: house or something. They're freezing food like that. And- <laughs> I, think, I think, though, that I don't think
2: that that's a cheap setup that he's got. I'm just saying that's,
1: that- my, that's my little nitpick. <laughs> yeah, we've all,
0: we've all, listen, we've admitted them. They're little tiny nitpicks. It, it, you're right. It is tiny. I'm looking at it. Right. They do have that same sound effect, but they have they have this. so, but I will say this, uh, what I immediately did like was it very much lived up to it, this promise of the Lone Gunslinger Spaghetti Western format, mm-hmm. and it works in Star Wars. Like, the idea of this mysterious masked man who we knew nothing about, which, I'll tell you what, that, I had, like, when, again, Bruce, like you, first time through, I was like, this is a little, wait, wait toilets? The way... This blue guy is really obnoxious, uh, but I came immediately full circle when literally cut to the next scene after the bounty hunting, um, and he, like, shows up, and it's a bunch of other Mandalorians. I was like, all right, I'm in. Here we yeah. go. Let's and do did this. Did
1: you see Boba Fett was in there?
0: So, you're kidding. Don't, don't tease me, Bruce.
1: <laughs> I'm serious. Boba Fett is in that scene. Where?
2: Boba's gonna show up at some point, you know. I no, mean, he's Baloney in that scene. Lucas, don't, the... don't, de Mandalorian them for no reason. Hell, There's watch... got to be something coming.
1: No, watch he is scene. not. Boba. Boba Fett is in the scene when the Mandalorian comes down to that area. He comes down the steps yeah. and he's passing other ones. And I think it's the second one. You'll see that it's the same coloring and the dent on him on his helmet or whatever is the same. It's it's Boba Fett. Check it out.
2: Paying more attention. Check it out. Okay. No, Bruce, Bruce with, with with this hiatus that Riley's got planned, we may have to do a Breaking car <laughs> just for the patron peoples where we do commentary on these episodes. Yeah. Because I think there's just too much fun here for us. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm I'm scrubbing over to that scene
2: right now. Hmm. Yeah. Comedian that was in the speeder when he took him to the ship. I I recognized that. Oh, he was in
1: the Big Bang Theory. I
2: can't forget he's he's like a big tall guy, right? Yeah.
1: I tweeted he tweeted this morning that he was so excited to see himself in a Star Wars movie that I tweeted him back and I said, Oh yeah, I saw that too. I said, look, look, it's it it's that guy. It's that dude. he liked the tweet. So. Oh, there you go. <laughs> nice.
0: Nice. Yeah, the whole like sequence where he walks into the Mandalorian conclave.
1: Yeah, look to the right.
0: I'm looking. I'm actually watching this right.
1: Oh, it does kind of look like Boba Fett.
0: It is Ooh. Boba. Do we know the but name it's of this not. planet? But it's not. I'm looking again. I
2: don't... But it's... Well, Boba should be in different armor, right? Because that armor fell into the starlight. <laughs>
0: or maybe it's his armor, who knows. I do ooh, I love that shot of like the chrome plated bounty hunting skull at the top. Yeah. That's pretty freaking cool.
1: So just so you know that I have some backup on this from your buddy Anthony Bresnican.
0: Oh, okay, hit me.
1: He says the same thing. He says that you'll see Boba Fett at 18:31. Oh. Ah!
0: oh. <laughs> I'm pausing Look at
1: the it. Big guns. And that, you can tell, it's not just the colors of him, but he has the blaster dent on the upper right of the helmet in the same spot as Fett. Ooh. Ooh.
0: I, I had to turn off my background uh, light. There we go.
2: <laughs> Ooh, itch.
0: Well, what the hell?
2: So how when big I'm... do we think Boba's going to factor at some point?
0: Well, is it? Well, it's not Boba Fett. Season two. Is it Boba Fett? But I think it's Boba it'll...
1: Fett. I absolutely, one hundred percent, think Boba... We're going to see, well, we already have, but I think it'll be confirmed later that we will see Boba Fett in a more prominent role. And I'm, I'm saying, either at the season
2: finale, or sometime in season two. I don't think it'll now, be. Hmm. I'm with you on the Fett angle, but what I, I don't, I'm surprised. I'm not really buying that this is Fett. And it's it's the reason why is the weirdest for me, because I am a hashtag omic lies. I truly don't think the Django and Boba are not Mandalorians. But we know that Lucas and Filoni have both said this. And I, I have for the longest time said you don't change something like that without a plan. Now, if they are not Mandalorian, why would Boba be amongst all the Mandalorians already? If you're going to bring him in... He's kind of on the outside. He shouldn't be with the rest of the Mandalorians. So that seems like there's so much story potential there unless they plan on down the road making him and the reason why they weren't considered Mandalorians part of either backstory or Mm -hmm. a kind of like a throwback where we get a flashback or something to find out. Mm. Mm hmm. But the fact that we have a conclave, does that make you guys feel like this is more like Mandalorian space or just like an outpost where a bunch of Mandalorians get together? Is this a Merc's Club of Mandalorians? I think it's an outpost, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think so. Um, And I I, I think that um, after the events of the Clone Wars and everything, that's probably where a lot of Mandalorian culture is, is kind of these scattered refugees who found these tribal areas that they've settled down and claimed uh, far flung from their homeland. And that kind of just makes sense with what we know of Mandalorian culture. Um, But I'm so glad that that is a part of the series. I really didn't think it would be. This is the biggest surprise for me. And the moment that I really was like, okay, I'm in for this ride, is to see more of Mandalorian culture and to see more mercs. Mm -hmm. Oh, Bruce, you you just sent us a better screenshot. Holy cow. Ooh,
2: let's see this. Ooh, yeah. Where where to go? Oh, it went in the chat. Yeah, we posted (laughs) it. Because
1: no one dies in Star Wars. No Uh, one. Padme, come on back. Because
2: everybody (laughs) lives. Ooh.
0: That is. (laughs) What Padme. That'd be amazing.
2: That also has a Johto cast look to it, though. Oh, yeah. Well, they could
0: go that cast route of, like, it's someone who's taken on the moniker of Boba Fett or uh, just by his armor or something like that.
2: And you could have a backstory like, well, unlike Fett, I'm a real Mandalorian.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. That was a very... I like it. Um, But, yeah, I I like... As much as I was excited to see the, um, you know, Mandalorian culture here and that there's more of them and there's this is an element where he's plugged into this, he has this allegiance that's the probably big departure from everything we saw in the previews and marketing where we really were led to believe, hey, this is just a lone gunslinger, the man with no name kind of deal. But I think that it it works. And and I like that they kind of allude that he has a past and trauma that makes him who he is today, because you have to to connect with the character. And that may be something that's you're not missing from this episode, but some some groundwork that they've laid with those brief flashbacks of him as a kid in what I assume is like the Clone Wars. Um,
2: what they call him? A takeling or something like that? How, or foundling?
0: Yeah, I foundling. think foundling. I was once yeah, a foundling. foundling. And so they're giving us the opportunity to learn a little bit more about what makes him tick and what makes him who he is and what motivates him. And that little seed that's planted comes in at the
1: end of the episode.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just I gotta go straight there, guys.
1: I've only watched it three skip- times. I mean, I, I well, no,
0: well end. you're right. We won't skip this. So I
1: have not watched the end. All right,
0: well, we got th- all three
1: times. I stop it five minutes before. the <laughs> no,
0: <I'm kidding. laughs> You know, we won't actually. Yeah, you're. We'll, we will go through it. already. not the, talk?
1: Anybody who's listening right now has watched the Mandalorian.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, you're 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 right. You're right. Um, but we we do. I forgot. I, I totally. I don't want to skip over. To well, agn- like, I take that
1: back. Anyone because a lot of people outside of. North America cannot see the mantle. That is
0: true. Yeah. And those people are probably yes. yelling at their iPhones right now. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, apologies. Yes. But yes, uh, we will, like I said at the beginning, we will be talking spoilers. Ugnolty.
2: Um, yeah, is that an Ugnot? Was he an Ugnot? I couldn't figure yeah. that out. Yes. Yeah. Well, <gasps> okay. is, like, is he in that costume? Like, that's really weird to me right yeah i almost think it's someone else and that they're just voice dubbing him no no that's nulty
0: that looks like it looks like him but
2: like they
1: screwed up with his body and i think it's
0: cgi augmented
1: it's gotta be yeah yeah
0: it's hard to see from looking at him but he's been hobbitized we we sort of have the setup of the bounty hunting profession him getting the mission He has a past, he's affiliated with this Mandalorian conclave, and that really takes up the first half of the episode. It's a lot of kind of setup, and like, this is the world we're in, this is what we're dealing with. And then they finally make room in the last 20 minutes to kind of have a more episodic adventure format, and that's where he goes to this planet and meets the Ugnaught that Nick Nolte plays, who I already forgot uh, his name. Well...
2: And the setup there, I think that the biggest thing that's going to play back onto this, you know, you'd mentioned we see the Stormtrooper armor and he goes to get that bounty. And it's not like a regular bounty. He's going to face to face to get this one to find out the details. There's no marker on this one. And so I have a feeling that that Imperial presence, because that's totally what I felt, you know, all the way around when he gave him the best scar. It's got an Imperial logo on it. uh, You know, the armor was all beat up. But I have a feeling that the hatred of the Empire is not dead and that the Empire is still going to play a role in some form or fashion through that group. Yeah. And by the end of this episode, you find out that he kind of, he, you know, in, in the the grand scheme of underworld things, he kind of screws up big time by not fulfilling his obligation. So it's kind of like you know, there's going to be a comeback on that and there's going to be a second boot to drop at some point. And that's exciting too, just because of that reveal that you want to jump to so fast that we're making you wait.
1: <laughs> you know, yeah. every time they say, that line in in the mandalorian where they say underworld that takes me immediately to are these based on some of those scripts from that proposed underworld mm. series that Lu-
0: lucas maybe not was working scripts on? but we know I lucas believe... was on we know lucas was on set we know he's good pals yeah. with john favreau we Story know
2: group's not gonna throw things out
0: we know dave filoni directed the episode like it would not mm-hmm. surprise me at all if concepts from that underworld series have made it into this yeah at yep. all
2: Think think about Resistance Reborn. I mean, that's it's getting nothing but praises for all the, the touch tones that they're doing on all the different medias and stuff. Have you and finished reading that? No, I, I'm about to start it. I've been in Force okay. Collector and oh my I'm god. To... I love that book.
1: I'm about to start it too, man. We we need to keep in touch. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I um yeah. But I liked I liked that once they made that room for the sort of uh gun episodic, serialized adventure format where he takes off to the not Tatooine planet and meets a uh, And there's this sort of moment that. Uh, Wait a minute.
2: Did you coin a Cause that's just no, too perfect.
0: That, I wish I could. That's a rebel force radio thing that <laughs> I'm stealing that. I, I got a cop to that one. People still uh, listen to that?
2: <laughs> hey, kidding.
0: Oh uh, no. We don't. I listen to it. I just, uh, But the, uh, so I, I wish I could say I could take credit for it, but I love this moment where, again it's really we don't know enough about what makes the mandalorian tick but we we learn something about who he is um and his past and 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 sort of his pride in his uh past mandalorian culture in this scene right here
1: i don't have time for this do you have a land speeder or speeder bike that i could hire you are a mandalorian your ancestors rode the great mythosaur. Surely you can ride this young bull.
0: He looks left, looks right, and uh, approaches his would-be steed once again. (laughs) But it just shows he's reminded of you come from an honorable tradition of warriors, your aunt's <laughs> the multi's really struggling to get the words out. <laughs> your aunt's your aunt's <laughs> um, no, uh, you see the
2: line with the foundlings makes me feel like to a degree they're also keeping some of the old mandalorian tradition of it doesn't matter where you came from you can be a mandalorian if you're a foundling you know you were taken in at a young age you were raised in the ways of the mandalorian we've made you one of us whereas rebels it was more about family and family ties Mm, and the ties that bind and all that and i feel like we're going to get two sides of this i really feel like that's going to play out but did you guys feel like that Beskar was 100 that's that one shoulder panel was all he got out of it because I felt like the lady said that he was getting more out of it, or the foundlings oh. were also going she to be was getting keeping, something out of it. There was enough of it that she, he, she was able to give him that, and then she kept some too to help with the foundlings. Okay. Yeah, there again there.
0: Yeah, which which yeah. And again, her helmet, into the, dude,
2: how cool is yeah, that? Yeah, oh, yeah that
0: very was, medieval.
2: But it, it, I think that's a thing i'm most excited for because i've only seen just a few black series figures there's one heavy mandalorian but when we had that conclave scene i was like oh my god the amount of toys we're going to be getting <laughs> <laughs> well in the
0: uh it really does that scene also kind of shows his family his home that he's contributing he's a part of uh, something larger which is kind of contrary to the the lone gunslinger aspect. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of like he's om- we're almost pulled two directions with the character of the Mandalorian. Like who is he really? Is he this ruthless gunslinger alone in the world? Or is he a part of this honorable warrior tradition? And it's, it's really interesting to see that dynamic play out. And even then that dynamic um, plays out of the gunslinger, the spaghetti Western dynamic in this scene, because like right when he's challenged your Mandalorian, your um, your, your ancestors rose, the mythosaurus or whatever he says. And that's really, if you notice it, because I'm a music guy, that's where they really kind of have the, the the turning point of the episode is when he, you know, accepts the challenge and rides and tames the, the steed, which is a very old Western, you know, mm-hmm. shtick. You'd watch that in old Roy Rogers or Gene Autry serial from the 50s or, like, in an old John Wayne movie when he tames the stallion, the steed. It's, like, it's literally, like, right out of that. Um, mm-hmm. And that moment gives way to uh, him joining his sort of weird Ugnat Yoda figure, and they go on their adventure. And it sounds very, it's almost Pirates of the Caribbean slash...
1: Yes, slash Rocky.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's very, yeah you can hear right there I well this it.
2: team up with IG-88 shows us anything it shows that with he who? can also who be mark? a team player oh yeah it's not IG-88 it's IG-10 right <laughs> 11 yeah Eleven. sorry 11 we,
0: so I joke because I, that's I what mistake, we talked about they all
2: look the same to me yeah <laughs> I'm not droidist <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty. But I great. gotta say, I, I have never been more excited for one of those figures in my life. I mean, they've always been five points of articulation, kind of lame. You know, you're like, what could this droid do? And then watching it, i yep. was just like, holy freaking... crap! If you had four of those, yeah, that's a threat. That is a threat. I almost wish they would have had more of those in the Clone Wars.
0: <laughs> it was freaking amazing. I love IG. I love. I knew I would love IG Eleven though already because it's Taika Waititi voicing him. <laughs>
2: right and he was I just thought hilarious familiar. Yeah. I the the self-destruct sequence oh my god that running joke was great
0: yeah no mm-hmm. <laughs> but i i did like that sort of back and forth where he has to negotiate with him too and the droid is like okay we'll split the bounty i'm not yeah. gonna win here by myself i can see that um but it is it is cool to see what well, i'm sure as as kids i know for me as a kid uh, I would imagine some of the bounty hunters that only show up for five seconds, like, what, what are they really capable of? And you see it here with IG-11 just going nutso. It's pretty pretty sweet. I'm in. Bruce, uh, why don't you <laughs> bring in. us full circle as the, he and and uh, the IG-11 droid successfully destroy everybody at the outpost, which is yeah. really heavily guarded
1: which was a cool scene. for
0: our, Bring us full circle. For what reason?
1: Well, they got to go inside and open an egg because it looks like an egg, <laughs> right? It does. It really it's does. big, round, white container, and and there's a little thing in there, a 50-year-old thing. I don't mm-hmm. even want to say it. I just feel like I'm spoiling it, even though everybody probably who's listening no. at this point has seen no. the no. little no. If you're still
0: listening and you're overseas, you haven't had a chance to see it or anything... And you're largely spoiler-free. Skip at this point. Don't don't listen. Uh right. no, now, give you because pr- it's,
1: yeah. it's 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 baby Padme
2: reborn. Because everybody <laughs> comes back from the dead. No. It, it, this is like Darth Maul in Solo level spoiler, guys. So seriously, jump forward. If, if yeah. not bigger, uh, it's yeah, a baby yeah. little like Yoda, yeah. Yoda species. We're gonna find out. We're finally gonna find out what they're named, Bruce.
0: <laughs> I hope. Are we? I hope.
2: I yes. I say yes. <laughs> they're gonna call I'm them. Calling it. Green. No, they're going to be Wills. We're going to find <laughs> Wills. Oh, that'd be interesting. Oh, that. No. Would... Immediately, the first thing I thought of though is like, ooh, maybe Ray's going to find this guy down the road and train him. Like, <laughs> I got so excited for that, and I'm just like, <laughs> at 50, and he's still a baby. That made me change a lot of my thoughts on Yoda. <laughs> like, how old was Yoda before he actually got into adolescence? <laughs> well, do you know who else would have been 50 at this point? Uh... Ahsoka.
1: Now, I want you to think back because uh, if you do the timeline and you take it all the way back to the Phantom Menace, mm-hmm, the Phantom mm-hmm. Menace is forty-one years mm-hmm. prior to this these events. Now, if you now you need another nine more years to go fifty years back. Anakin, ah, Anakin, Anakin and oh. this little Yoda guy were born probably the same year because Anakin would be 50 years old at this point. Wow. So, so the Mathematics. <laughs>
2: <Jeez>. Mathematic.
1: Oh. <laughs> hey, oh. I've, I've had all day to sit uh, and think uh, about things.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is. So, guys, go out and watch The Mandalorian three times at least because one and a half isn't enough to get this insight like Bruce has. <laughs> uh-huh. And I read things online,
1: so that helps too. Oh, there you go, there you go cheater <laughs> cheater <laughs> hey, i sense this
0: smart. do we know all right so uh, all right now dumb guy questions do we know who the all the uh, kind of gangsters around this this baby yoda were
2: i don't i don't think so he at said all cuz he, he no. said like
0: it, everything's been bad since they've been hanging out on that planet so maybe like are, had, did they kidnap the baby yoda and they are there for that reason? I, want, I just I have questions. I don't know.
1: There has to be another episode
2: after this, or
0: oh, another I guess. chapter. Tune in next week is what you're saying.
2: Oh, and <laughs> yeah. and, the, and the, you know, the Empire basically said, "We, if you don't bring it back alive, we have to have proof that it's been killed.
1: Oh, yeah. So that's what I want to know, too, because when IG-11's there, he said he was told to kill it.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, but he was told it was more valuable alive.
1: Yeah, so why is one being told, kill it, and the other one says better to be alive than dead that's we
0: i don't know i, I that was weird. i almost thought like maybe it was like a continuity error of sorts of like where like maybe it was because the other dude was like no i thought we agreed not to kill him um but i don't know did
2: riley just drop a continuity error on the first <laughs> that's, my, that's my role. <laughs>
0: that's fair what just did i just say you are
2: gonna have continuity error this early <laughs> i love it
1: uh- what just no, happened? No, I think there's more parties involved this in is, this than this is think.
0: weird. Let's point out the fact that Bruce just had the weird, outlandish theory about Yoda being really young, and Riley was the one complaining about the continuity error. While Mark was playing the role of like everybody, calm down, let's be sane. We've all switched <laughs> places on this oh, podcast. Yeah. <sighs> oh my gosh. Oh jeez. Uh, yeah, that was it. Well, overall thoughts? Where? Uh, where are are you guys? Did it? We'll part this way. In what ways did it meet or exceed or maybe fall short of your expectations? I'll start with you, Mr. Bruce.
1: Mm, Wow. I would say it probably met my expectations, I think, because I got a good sense of it from going to Celebration and some of the things I've read and have seen. So, yeah, I would say it met my – well, let me say this. It met my expectations, and then at the end it exceeded it because – Yes, that's true. As I was watching this, I thought it's based on what you were saying, too, about Westerns. I was like, gosh, Mm -hmm. you know, in a lot of ways, you could have just taken a script for a Western and then just put everybody in Star Wars costumes and say, hey, it takes place in the Star Wars universe. It's like, Mm -hmm. what makes this different from just being a Western? And the way that ended adds to the mythology and the thing about, you know, adding to the force in some capacity. And so that's when it was like, ooh, this is really going to go into some deep territory. So that part exceeded
0: yeah. No, for sure. I can I definitely see that. Um it it did it did follow that template very closely until the end there and broke away and I I found that refreshing too. A nice a nice surprise. That was a nice moment.
2: Mr. Herleman met exceeded. Yeah, the, it definitely exceeded. I mean, when I was watching it especially on the second time, I was thinking this could have easily been an episode of Rebels or the Clone Wars. I mean, yes, they could have sure. just left it animated and it would have worked just as good. But I was sitting there breathing it in like this is a movie. Even though it was only 39 minutes long, I was just floored by the amount of depth they gave everything. Not just the characters, not just the, the costumes, but the background. Like, you know, we're talking about the bathroom. There was like five hoses for that bathroom. Oh, that gosh, oh Lord. You, I mean, came I, back the the bat, I the little things that I was watching. I was seeing ships <sighs> and all these stuff. And the. Think the Did fact that we're ships? now getting live. Yes, I said ships. I know I was just <laughs> talking about bathrooms, but no, I said <laughs> ships. Uh, the fact, though, that we're getting live-action Star Wars, and it looks this good. Yeah, I, I literally, you know, I'm I'm actually completely honest when I say, I don't think I need to see another Star Wars movie in theater again as long as it comes out on Disney Plus streaming. I mean, yeah, yeah, there's the awesomeness of sitting in front of a big screen, but TVs are bigger than ever now. Sit close enough to your TV, it's going to have that same feel. Mm. And this had that feel. I mean, even though it was only 39 minutes and it ended on a cliffhanger where I'm just like... (gasps) I mean, yeah. and that's classic serial TV, that right? That is there. true. I mean, right there. Oh, I, I'm excited about that. So yeah, it exceeded. The only thing I think that let me down is the fact that by the time this episode's over, I'm like, they should have put a Beskar shoulder guard in that Black Series Mandalorian figure. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs>
0: and it comes the figure, the figure, man. Uh, no, that's fair. I think for me, the it it met my expectations, which were pretty high, uh, as far as how it was a fun, interesting. I mean, fairly Lucasian Star Wars adventure, you know, kind of with that weird start, of course. But it, but then right at the end, Bruce, you couldn't have said it better. That that twisted the end, planted us right back in the middle of Star Wars, and asked some really interesting questions that I want to know the answer to. And that's exactly what you want in a serialized Star Wars live-action television show.
2: But the real question on everyone's lips is: Is it Yoda's love child? <laughs>
0: Hey, there's a there's another little piece of info, little tidbit from Disney Plus, guys. Um, it's not just Mandalorian, of course. It's all the Star Wars movies except for the Last Jedi. They're getting the rights back ooh, from Netflix and all that. Ooh, but, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but did you uh, see what I messaged earlier. Today? I did
0: see what you messaged earlier, uh, Mr. Bruce Gibson. Um, they it's
1: back. Yes, the Twentieth so- Century Fox fanfare is back episodes one through six well it's always been there on four yeah but it's back on those movies and the reason i noticed that is because as soon as the mandalorian ended it recommended the empire strikes back and i wasn't necessarily going to watch it but i was curious because the lucasfilm logo when you watch on the digital buys that came out a couple years ago yeah. there's that little music that they added it w- was weird for it. yeah in the newer movies there's no sound and i thought i wonder if they took the music out and so that's why I played it, because I wanted to see at the beginning if the music was removed. But then the fanfare came out. I was like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. It so was, that was pretty...
0: Yeah, I'm a fan. It was fun to actually to, to hear that. I'm trying to... I was actually going to play it so we could listen to the in all of its glory. But once again, Disney Plus is down. That was oh, the other no. thing. We did, have, we did have some streaming problems, uh, as me and Savannah are watching it. It's probably at least a dozen times throughout the episode when it just stopped and had to load for 10 or 15 seconds oh. um and that's it, that's growing pains growing, growing pains, pains. Yeah. yeah and it's like i think they really disney released a statement earlier this afternoon both kind of admitting and bragging about the fact that they're having problem keeping up with the demand because the demand right. has been so high on launch day uh which well, of course you got to give
2: them slack i mean think about this star wars itself is still experiencing growing pains because the greedo scene has changed again <laughs> that is true and that's the other thing i was gonna bring margaret
0: your, your timing is impeccable uh who shot first you shot first i shot first no <laughs> the the infamous hand shot first scene has been altered again you think i'm kidding bruce
2: no, no are you serious it's, it's... i knew this was real when nathan was bringing it up on facebook i'm like wait what
0: it is true no. it has been altered again ever yeah. so slight and there's a story here and I'll explain it to you Bruce because I know that was my reaction like there's no way that's real there is no way but no the uh grito's last grito's last words raise a question who is McClunky?
2: McLunky.
0: I I'd give a million dollars for all of you guys listening to the podcast to see Bruce's confused expression. I right don't now. Even know what you're talking about. <laughs> you think about right like, it's it's in it's in Slate Doc. If you don't believe me, or if you listen to this fine podcast, don't believe me, click on the link in our show notes. Uh Bruce, it's in it's in the Google Doc right now from Slate. Um Greta's new last words. Um <clears throat> I'm hitting play. Uh let's see. Ba, 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 ba. That's the idea. Yep. I've been looking forward to in, this for a long time. In Disney Plus, the version of where Star Wars Greedo now shouts McClunky oh. before getting shot, uh, and it, and it's hard to hear, but you do actually hear. I'm gonna play this little clip here yeah, of them all at the, the same time. It's face scene too. Yeah, right here. Let's take a listen. So you have all four versions playing. You can kind of hear their voices are all synced right now. (laughs) So right as the shot... And you can see it. The guy synced all four versions in video where you can see just the slight edits and then the sound of Greedo shouting, McClunky,
1: or (laughs) which... I want to meet this guy who did this. Well, the guy who I mean, did it's this. It's been less than 24 hours and he watched The Mandalorian, then watched the New Hope. Noticed this, had time to go and edit and pull all these together. I want to meet this dude. Are
0: you ready? The right. Verge cuz this is what journalism this is journalism in 2019, guys. The Verge has reached out and confirmed that the news change was made by George Lucas himself before what? Disney acquired yeah, I, I, the I'm rights. A
2: I don't know if I believe this part.
0: But what does it what, what does it mean? No, this is literally on um on Twitter. They talked about the remastered 4K versions that they made for in order to be cut together for 3D re-releases. Those were never seen. This was after the Blu-ray. They were remastering all the films to cut them for the and splice them for the 3D formatting. Yeah, but where's a, the three D. But a part of a part of that was they also he also made a slight edit to the greedo scene. Um what and is And then ma- he
1: put a toilet in the
2: background and Riley couldn't stand it. <laughs> oh but wait, wait. There's a tie into the Phantom Menace because Saboba tells Anakin Nika Michawa We're Mo Mokili Makalukani And it's almost the same It's the same word They break it down a little different Makalukani Which Makalukani and, and that says Next time we race, boy It will be the end of you So it's basically I'm saying the end of you
1: Yeah Weird uh, It's true All of it Weird. <laughs> Well, where are the subtitles for that? I'm watching what you're talking about. They should put subtitles to the Macallini. Uh, yeah, Macall m- m- McLe- <laughs> McCl- they're, they're, Mc- they're saying uh, they Mc- Mc- should Mc-
2: translate to all end you."
1: <laughs> Wait, is it called Mac? Uh, anyway, I don't know. MacLownkey, Who was the who? What's the guy's name? who's in Home Alone? Um <laughs> Culkin. Because Home Alone's on Disney Plus.
0: Maybe <laughs> maybe it's just secret <laughs> marketing that's exactly. been brilliantly. Wait,
2: but Lucas, okay, let's let's stop and think about this. So, when is Lucas ever tweaked with just one thing? Oh, there, but you're saying there's more, other right? things. There's other there's edits. There's gotta be more. He, he's he, got other he edits. wouldn't have just tweaked with one thing. He didn't. He's no. The man is always messing with something. I mean, makes me wonder what else is out there that we haven't discovered yet, which is just exciting just to think about. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, all I want to do now is change my Twitter handle to McClunky now. <laughs> You That's know, what all, I really
0: want. All I, all I want is just to like forward the this article to anyone who complains that, man, I just wish George Lucas were still involved. <laughs> he, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, he is. That's going to bring another episode, episode 401 of the Star Wars Report podcast to a close. Thanks for joining us, hanging out and chatting Mandalorian, guys. That was a fun, uh, fun little uh, chat. I can't wait. I'm going to watch the episode again. Uh, yeah. For sure. I, I'm sure I missed stuff. I can't wait. I'll, I'll try to catch Boba You're right. It looks exactly like Boba Fett. Um, I'm sure I'm, I'm sure. Like much smarter people are doing may, way more in-depth Easter egg breakdowns and stuff on YouTube. But it was fun have just you watch ch-
2: Have you watched anything else on Disney Plus? Oh, so, I have. I watched, watched, I watched Jedi Knight from Rebels. Oh my God, I love that episode.
0: Oh, cool. I love you. I've, I just oh, played around God. with it a little bit. I started a few movies and, and fired up Star Wars. A Phantom Menace is playing in the background right now.
2: I watched Steamboat
1: Willie. <laughs> really? Nice. I did. Nice. I like it. No, when it works, it's great.
0: <laughs> they just got to work out those kinks on the old Disney+. Plus. Um, hey, Hurlman, uh, let me know. Uh, let the people know where to find you on the internet.
2: Illogical Rogue 2. That's right. Twitter, Facebook, mm. uh, you name it out there, that's me. Nice. Unless nice. it's on PlayStation 4, my yeah. son's still whooping butt on Fortnite. That's not yeah, me. That's Shoot true. for the head.
0: That's true. Uh, Mr. Bruce Gibson, uh, what have you been up to on the internet? Where can you point people?
2: Well, you can
1: find me on Twitter, at McClunky, and you can find me on Instagram <laughs> at McClunky. No, actually, no, I'm Admiral underscore Rex on Twitter, and just Admiral Rex, no underscore, on Instagram. And, uh, yeah, you can find me doing some stuff on Trek.FM also. So, yeah.
0: Trek.FM, literary tricks, fun time. If you enjoy Star Trek, uh, enjoy Oh, reading. and I
1: also did, uh, uh, well, gosh, what's that comic? Uh Allegiance. Is that it? Mm. That was oh, it. the yes. new Thrawn? I just reviewed that with Matt Rushing on the 602 Club. Oh,
0: cool. Nice. nice. Nice, nice. I just got the first Thrawn comic. I look forward to reading it. Um... Mm -hmm. yeah it's beautiful by the way yeah um uh, yeah and then you can also find me i'm uh, at the riley guy on uh, twitter and instagram best place to follow me is instagram always having a good time posting there hey big shout out and thanks to everyone um who supports the program and a big shout out to everybody in the last couple weeks who've jumped on board to support us at patreon um we've seen a new influx of you guys so i just want to say a big shout out and thank you so much Uh, Big shout out to Zach, uh, who's actually our most recent patron at the $5 level to catch Rogue Transmissions, which you can also catch. It's our bonus podcast. Um, And you think Rogue Transmissions end when Star Wars Tonight starts here in the feed? No, it doesn't. Uh, We'll be doing weekly Rogue Transmissions all the way in the lead up to uh, The Rise of Skywalker. And we'll be doing thrice weekly podcasts here at the Star Wars Report, a special edition of the Star Wars Report podcast. It moves up to three times a week starting Monday. December eighteenth, special guest Mark Newbold will be joining us as we talk all things Star Wars. Um, And it's Star Wars tonight, counting down the last thirty days until the rise of Skywalker. Guys, we didn't even talk about Rise of Skywalker for an entire episode. Mm. It was kind of or Galaxy's Edge or Galaxy's what the hell? Well, quick, (laughs) you know what? That's it. I, I gotta cut it off. I'm cutting myself off. Otherwise, we will. All right, we're out, guys. Until next time, follow us at Star Wars Report, and may the force be with you. And remember, many Bothans died to bring you this podcast. I have spoken. The ability to speak does not make one intelligent. <laughs> That's what I kept thinking of. Oh, Nick Nolte. <laughs> Thanks, gents. Good times, as always. As always. Bounty hunting is a complicated profession.